Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming and listening to the 50th episode of Cycles and Sanctity. If you've been listening to all of the episodes since the beginning, I really want to extend a heartfelt thank you for those listeners. And I have a little challenge. Vicki and I, as you may know, through our conversations, are sanguines, and we love to do fun things. So here's the rules. If you are in the United States, we want you to share this episode with someone that you know in a different state. If you live in Australia, because we have listeners from Australia, we want you to share with somebody in a different area of Australia. And the same thing goes for Canada. We have listeners in Canada as well. We would love for you to share this episode with someone else in a different province. And the final challenge is if you know anybody through your own social media that lives in the UK, we want to invite you to share this podcast with anyone in the UK because we don't have listeners in the UK yet. So that is our challenge. Come on into the podcast and let's do this. Hey, this is Mama Jane. And this is Mama Vicki. Welcome to the Cycles and Sanctity Podcast. I'm a Billings Ovulation Method Instructor and a Certified Catholic Mindset Coach. And I'm a Labor and Delivery Nurse, an IBCLC, and a La Leche League Leader. We're here to share with you the beauty and the pain of your cycles. Have you considered honoring your cycle throughout the journey of your womanhood? Have you ever considered your cycle as a tool towards your holiness? Well, sisters, it is. We're excited to walk this journey with you. So go grab your favorite journal and pen and your hot beverage, and let's do this. Hey, Catholic Divas, welcome to the podcast. This is Mama Jane. And this is Mama Vicki. And we are very excited because not only is this February 29th, so it's a leap year, but this is the 50th episode of the podcast. It is very exciting. So as you should see us doing our little happy dance. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You know, one of the things I'm going to share with you an insight is that this podcast is a really good example of just taking the next right step. I think we've mentioned before, I've had the desire to create a podcast for about four years. And last year, I just determined to do it. And so we're just taking the next right step, the next right step. And that's really sometimes what you have to do, especially with this hard topic of a healthy body image. We're just bombarded with so many messages and so many images with magazines and social media and just the beauty industry that really perpetuates the lies that we aren't good enough. I'm just amazed at all of the commercials. In the evening, my husband likes to watch TV and just some of the commercials that we see just perpetually propagate this idea that we aren't good enough and therefore we need to be fixed. Not only on the TV, but our younger listeners and Actually, listeners my age, um, just TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Real Me, all just the new and more innovative ways for that message to hit us is just everywhere. Even today, driving down the interstate, you'll see billboards, they're digital, so they can kind of constantly change advertisements. And it's just coming at you all the time. You're right. 
it really, really is. But one of the things that I learned from my mother-in-law, who was just an amazing woman, and bear with me with this analogy, because it doesn't seem like it has anything to going, but it does have a, a, a moral to the story. When she retired, she went down to Florida near Disney World, and she decided to just get a little part-time job at one of the gift stores. We were talking to her when we went to visit. The first two weeks of her training was to look at dollar bills. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Why is that? And she said, well, Disney World is one of the largest places where counterfeit comes because they have all kinds of different international guests. And so we as cashiers need to know what it looks like. And that was, I mean, that was like 25 years ago when she told me that. And that was such an amazing story in that, I guess this is why it really stuck with me because later I heard a Catholic speaker talk about he had written a book and there were some messages from our Lord and he just kind of challenged people and said, take the truth to the truth. And he just talked about how we need to be in front of the truth. And that is, that's exactly what she did, right? She looked at the true money so that she could see the counterfeit. And that's unfortunately what we're not doing. We're seeing all the counterfeit in TikTok mm -hmm. and, and the billboards mm -hmm. and the commercials, and we don't take it to the truth. Mm -hmm. And we really have to remember that we are made in the image and likeness of God. The imago dei is what the Latin says. And St. John Paul II, he was just so prolific with the theology of the body. I mean, that was really like his, his masterpiece. And I still haven't read the whole thing, but he just continually reminds us that our bodies are good and the body and only the body makes visible what is invisible, both human and divine. So the body has a purpose and it's a way of communicating and it's a way of us communicating, right? And the image that we have is that comparison. It's really a, a sin against the 10th commandment because what's the, the, the 10th commandment is do not covet thy neighbor's good. And so when we look at one another, and we compare each other, compare our bodies against someone else or TikTok or something, it's really a sin against the 10th commandment because we're wishing that we had a smaller butt or bigger, better abs or whatever the, the thing is, instead of appreciating the beauty that we've been given in our own bodies. Truth. Well, I mean, the other thing I want to definitely throw out here, first of all, is that this is a constant battle. Mama Jane and I are not here to tell you that we don't fight the struggle ourselves. It is so easy to just drop your kid off at school and see other moms and just immediately compare yourself. And it is something you have to be vigilant about. And, and oh. sometimes it gets overwhelming. And like anything, we're human and we're going to sin. And so you might spend a moment in self-pity or frustration or desire for something different than what you have and not be appreciative. I mean, honestly, we all just need to be appreciative of our bodies, the small things. I think we've touched on this before, but I know I personally struggle. Like I always think my tummy's so big. And you know what? This tummy brought eight children into this world. I mean, that for me to be ashamed or wish it wasn't as it was, I mean, I wouldn't trade my children. And it's hard to think of that in the moment when you see somebody else that you think is whatever, whatever mm -hmm. it is about them. You're like, oh gosh, I wish I was that. So 
Mama Jean and I have been kind of kicking this around and we just kind of have a couple topics we want to touch on, on how to be vigilant because we can sit here and say, oh, be vigilant. But if you don't have any tools to be vigilant, it's kind of hard to do. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I absolutely agree with you, Vicki, because like I'm still there too. As a matter of fact, this morning I went to my Pilates class and one of the challenges with the Pilates is that they have mirrors on on the walls. And there was this one exercise that we had to get on the reformer and we were facing the other person and we had to balance. And I, I literally was hoping that I wouldn't fall off. But anyway, as I was looking in the mirror and I was looking around at the other girls, the thought came to me was like, wow, I am the biggest person here. No wonder why I'm having a struggle with balance. And then I thought to myself, but I'm here. Yes. And then the most beautiful thing that happened was the teacher came over and she was like, wow, that's really great form. And so I was celebrating in myself of how that battle, because it is, like you said, it's a perpetual battle, right? But she acknowledged the fact that like I had good form, like I might be overweight and out of shape and everything. But number one, I was there. I'm taking action. I'm making some changes. And number two, I was doing it well. And I was trying. I mean, yeah, it was a struggle to balance. One night, the girls and I were playing this little dance game and they're recording each other on their phones. And I'm over here kind of thinking, I kind of got it going on. I'm still doing this. And then I saw the video and I was like, okay, well, that looked a lot better in my head than out here on the floor. I was real grateful we were just in our living room. But you know what? I can. I can get up and dance around with my kids still. And so, you know, we get so caught up. I know going around, there's the whole concept of as a mother, get in the picture. So many right. times over the years as the mother, you know, you don't, oh, no, 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 my hair's a mess. Or, oh, no, 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 I, I'm i just in my sweats. Or, and and Mama Jane and I can attest to, you don't get those times back. And I promise there are some pictures where I probably am looking quote unquote rough, but I'm so grateful for those pictures mm-hmm. that you have those moments to hang on to. We just got to keep in mind that that we are beautiful. And and the other thing I always like to point out, beauty is also from the inside. And I know I've said this on another podcast, but all my friends are beautiful. They're gorgeous women. And are they compared to whatever today's standard is? Do they all go get the body makeover, the mama makeover by their plastic surgeon? No, but they just, your attitude and your faith shines through. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's because, again, we're made in the image and likeness of God, and God is beauty, and God is truth, and God is love and goodness. So when you see that, when you feel that beauty, and again, sometimes beauty isn't always through the eyes of what we actually see, and that's really what you're talking about, is their essence, right? Like their Mm -hmm. countenance, like their personality. You're like, I love this woman because of the gifts that she has and the incredible movement and change. If she were not here, then life would be different. Right. And But the thing is, that does become beauty. Think about it. It's almost like with your spouse. After a while, do you think about, is, is my spouse hot? I mean, yes, yeah. in your mind, they are because you're, you're married and it's love and you've chosen this. So mm-hmm. that thought, like, it isn't even a thought anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, if they ask you specifically, does this look nice? Then you can answer it. But I digress. I wanted to just kind of touch on, we've already kind of talked about, we are made in the image and likeness of God, which is only good and only beautiful. And we touched on the lies that the beauty industry likes to 
constantly bombard us with, like I mentioned a minute ago, the mommy makeover, that just makes me cringe. And for myself, I can't imagine elective surgery because I think my breasts need to be in a different place than they are. Yes, there are times and places. I'm not saying that elective surgery is never okay. I'm just saying today, there are so many people that go to extreme measures to achieve this beauty image that they feel is necessary to be accepted in society. Right. Absolutely. And like I said, the beauty industry, I mean, that's their whole modus operandi. I mean, it it was kind of interesting this weekend, I was talking to my husband about something else, about this training that I was required to take. And I looked back on the, the website that I was required to take this thing. And I said, gosh, this training, like, I can't believe I've been taking this for almost 10 years now. And they just are finding all these other required classes that I have to take. And he said something very profound, which relates to the beauty industry is that he said, well, now they're looking for the problem so they can create the solution. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow. And that is the ultimate thing of the beauty industry. Like why do people have to put makeup on? Because the beauty industry has told us that our own natural coloring isn't enough, Mm -hmm. right? Or, exactly. you know, or whatever. And, and it's just also interesting, the beauty slash fashion, because that's the other mm-hmm. thing. I remember going to my, uh, God bless my husband, we first moved here, he found this very, very elite women's clothes store and boutique. And he gave me this gift card for Christmas And so my daughter and I went and nothing fit. And I remember, and my daughter, I literally, I got so triggered. I left all the clothes in the changing room and I ran out and just sat in my car. And then my daughter came out, my teenager, and she was like, mom, what's wrong? And she said, mom, they adjust, they fix it according, like you choose the clothes and then they will adjust it according to your body figure. And I remember that because I thought about when she said that, I said, well, that makes sense because my stepmom used to make our clothes. And when you make your own clothes, then you can move the pattern according to your own measurements. Mm -hmm. Whereas fast fashion, you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you go to Marshall's, whatever, whatever, they have what a size 12 should look like or a size eight should look like. And the outfit doesn't quite fit you because you might be smaller in the shoulders. You might be bigger in the hips. You might be whatever, you know? Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to learn sewing because I certainly would not have any clothes because I just, (laughs) (laughs) I I have tried to sew. I've tried to do (laughs) patterns, but what I, but what I'm saying is, I, I mean, I think this is, has been a progression over a number of centuries. That oh, sure. you know, once the factory made clothes began, then they just had to accept. Well, you should have this much waist and this much mm-hmm. other measurements, right? Um, Absolutely. Well, we all know that. I think every American woman is somewhere between the size of eight and sixteen. I mean, I literally could have a size eight in my closet and a size sixteen in my closet, and they both fit depending right. on where I got it from. Right. So right. It's it's that in itself is a crazy mind game that right. you know. And so and as you get older, I mean Jane and I have the the advantage of some years 
you know, as you get older, you still want to look nice. Don't get me wrong, but you can accept that you have an eight and a 16 in your closet. I know when I was young and I was still having babies every other year, I would be just, woe is me. I'm not a size, whatever I thought I should be. And I mean, it's kind of like when they're telling you with dieting, don't get on the scale every single day. Like you just can't fight those numbers all the time. And as you've discussed before, it's just a number. It's, it's not good or bad. It's just good. That shirt's an eight. This one's a 16. Okay. Right. <laughs> they still look nice <laughs> or yes. whatever. I, or I enjoy them or I feel good in them. Right. So, right. Exactly. And uh, and it's funny you say that because one of the things, you know, I, I started growing my hair as a dare. I think it was in 2019 with my kids because they had just mentioned that they'd never seen me with long hair. I've always had short hair. Even as a child, I always had a pixie. My mom just always had a pixie. So I did. I grew my hair. And it's interesting in that I also chose to quit dyeing my hair. I started dyeing my hair when with my with my youngest because I was 42 and someone thought I was his grandmother. So that's when I started dyeing my <laughs> hair. And then I made that choice when I grew it. And, you know, I'm blonde and, and I have these streaks of silver. And that is one of those things where I get a, a lot of compliments is my hair. Like, oh, you have such a unique hair coloring. And I'm just like, well, this is how God made me. And it's a really good mm -hmm. reminder that I had nothing to do with this hair. Like I cannot, well, I mean, there are programs, I don't know what it's called, Rogaine or something that you can, you know, make more hair, you know, bring back your hair if you've got hair loss or something like that. But the color of your hair is the way God created you. The color of your eyelashes is how God created you. And like you said last time, the size of your foot, you could lose 200 pounds. Your foot would be the same size. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. your foot is your foot. I think that's a really wonderful exercise to do is to look at the other parts of your body that the society, the beauty industry doesn't acknowledge. Like looking at your hands, looking at your feet, looking at things that you can't change, looking at your ears, right? Like you, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. can't, I mean, I suppose you could, and people do take earrings and things like that, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. And, and as you look at these body parts though, you know, we talked about thinking your body, Hey, okay. So maybe I think my ears are whatever. Perfect. I love them or they stick out or they're too big or they're too small, but they hear that's pretty awesome. Yes. You know, or your hands that can do all these things. I mean, the other day it was funny. I looked at my hands and I was like, wow, when did my hands start looking so old? And then I thought, hey, you know what? Like the size of my feet. I can't, I can't change that. I mean, I work with my hands and these hands deliver babies and help moms breastfeed and do dishes and drive cars. And so, so you gotta be like, thank you hands. And, you know, again, thank you, tummy for having all these babies. And, and it's, it is hard. I'm making this sound so easy. It's practice. You have to do these things. When you start having, I challenge all you ladies, when you have a negative thought or you, or you feel down about yourself or you know, even if you, let's say you do, let's say you see this person, you're like, oh, fine, I want to, I need to lose 30 pounds to look like her. I want to start that journey. Okay. Slow down. You're not going to lose 30 pounds in a week or even a month. Right. So just take that deep breath and make the little changes you want to make for you. That makes you happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember when I was first learning to, when you, when you go out you start to get to choose your own clothes, you're still influenced mm -hmm. by I just remember the first thing I got that I was like, I like this pink sweater because I like it. I feel good in it. It makes me happy. Get a couple, get a few things in your wardrobe that it doesn't matter what anybody else says about these. But if you put this on and you're like, I like this color on me, 
mm-hmm. embrace it. Mm-hmm. Little things like that to try and remind you that you are beautiful wherever you're at, but you have and, to help yourself help you. Yes. And I, I'm going to say one more thing about that going back to since this is the Cycles and Sanctity podcast is that many times once we really get in tune to our cycle, sure. the ovulatory cycle is that creative cycle. And it literally gives you that confidence, gives you that energy, gives you the clearer face and the great hair. And all of a sudden you feel good. And that is the time to like, yeah, wear the sexy dress that you feel sharp at and go and do the things that you are created to do because you are unique and you are beautiful and have that confidence. And sometimes self-confidence is beautiful. Just having Mm -hmm. the self-confidence is so beautiful. And voices. I mean, I, I have a dear friend who is a choir director and she just has an anointing voice. It's just like, oh my goodness, whenever she's singing, I just, I just praise God listening to her. That is so beautiful of just listening to hearing her, her singing. Talking about the cycles. So yes, during ovulation, that's most of us feel our best. That's when we're like, yes, let's do this. I am a hot mama, whatever. But that premenstrual cycle week and sometimes even during your cycle, it is the complete opposite. So you got to buy those things that make you feel good or thrift them, whatever. You don't have to go buy things, but tap back in to those creative days when you're having the not creative days, when you feel like, oh, you've got to remember that, again, this is all a cycle that was created by our God. So it is all beautiful. It just doesn't always feel beautiful. And that's kind of another thing we can touch on is that feelings. Again, we've said this several times on our podcast, feelings are not permanent and they don't last. You know, you've got to change your thought when you have that feeling that's dragging you down, even if it's just a quick prayer or Mama Jane and I were looking at this, you know, St. Catherine of Siena, what a noble, amazing saint. And she is one of the saints of beauty and health. And she was just a fearless, she cut her hair off so she wouldn't be beautiful to people so she could serve God. Yeah, it's so funny. I really laughed when you shared that that was the saint that came up because I'm actually reading the novel by Louis Duvall about St. Catherine of Siena. And and it's just so interesting how he really, I mean, I could just see it. I can hear it. They're Italian and her mom was not happy when she cut her hair, but Mm -hmm. she didn't want to get married and they were not, you know, her, her family wasn't listening and she just kept telling them. And she was bold. She's very bold. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't gotten to the part, but she eventually went to the Pope who was living in Avignon, France, and like said, no, you need to get back to Rome. Your place is in Rome. I mean, can you imagine that fire? And speaking of her, one of the great quote that many, many people will put on their, I've put it a number of times on my social media, and I love it. She, what she said was, be who God created you to be, and you will set the world on fire. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty. That is the beauty yeah. is when you become who God created you to be, people look at you and are amazed. And we have to remember the other thing about beauty is that you, you know, God is a creative God. God is so creative that he made each and every person so unique and unlike the other. That's one of the reasons I love studying the saints because they're so different. 
they glorified God in such different ways. They had such different missions. They had different temperaments. They lived in different times. And yet they all chose to love God. And, you know, they attained heaven. They turned the beatific vision, which is hopefully our our ultimate goal. That should be our ultimate goal, right? Like our our Super Bowl there, right? Yep. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And so that is, that is one of those things. And, you know, going back to the TOB as well, good Catholic reading is another way to support yourself, to counterbalance the message that you're receiving through the world, through society, through commercials and social media and all the things that we talked about. Getting plugged in again, going back to the truth, looking at the truth rather than looking at the counterfeit, looking at the true self and seeing what what does the Lord say about you. We're not talking, you don't have to read three chapters of the Bible. Kind of right. get those quote, like the one you just said about from Catherine of Siena. I mean, get a quote, get something that truly speaks to you, just short and sweet that you can get up and see. I have a post it, actually, my daughters put these little post its on my bathroom. And, you know, they're like, I am beautiful. I am the light. And I've left them up for over a year because they're just simple little reminders that, well, if nothing else, it came from my daughter. So that's sweet in itself. But, you know, it's just a little reminder, like, don't focus on whatever, you know, you look in the mirror and like, oh, gosh, look at this blemish or look at that. Just, no. You, you, but again, it takes an act, active part in your part. I mean, it's our responsibilities to change where our thoughts go. And all the time, you know, there's a beautiful one of the songs I love is fear is not the answer. So when these mm-hmm. these thoughts come into your head and you're like, you start to go down, that's not God's voice. Right. That Absolutely. God would never say those things to you. God's not going to tell you you look ugly or you have a blemish or your hair is not right or you're too fat. I mean, that would never mm-hmm. come from him or his mm-hmm. messengers. Mm-hmm. So fear is not the answer. And yeah. I really liked what you said when we were talking about it's Mark, I think, mm-hmm. as an acronym to remind us of just mass adoration. adoration rosary and confession. So uh, put that on a post-it and slap it up if you're having a bad day. You can do one of those things. I mean, a decade of the rosary, you can do any time, any place. Right. One thing I want to share with you on on how I've been combating this whole body image and really thinking, because one time I just was really in a state, I was really, really in a state. And I just was like, Lord, you know, I keep asking this. And it was just so beautiful. He gave me it's in First Samuel, and I don't know exactly where in First Samuel, but it's the story where Samuel is going to Bethlehem to go sacrifice for Jesse because he's going to go anoint David. He doesn't know who he's going to anoint. He just knows he's going to anoint one of Jesse's sons. Now, David was the youngest, and he was out with the sheep. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, hey, we're going to sacrifice, but bring your sons. And the scripture says the first son came out, and Samuel saying to himself, oh, this is the one that is going to be anointed because he was beautiful in countenance, right? His appearance. And the Lord said to Samuel, I don't look at his appearance. I look at his heart. And that mm-hmm. was the thing. And I really meditated on that. And it's a beautiful, beautiful Bible story. If you just read the whole thing about how Samuel's kind of like, well, who, which one is it? Which one is it? And then all s- six of them. And then he turns to Jesse, he's like, do you have another one? Because these aren't the ones that the Lord has chosen. And then Jesse's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I got the youngest one. And Samuel's like, we're not going to celebrate the sacrifice until he comes. And so he walks out. You know, he's a shepherd. But 
that was the one Samuel heard the Lord's voice. This is the one, because this is the one that has a heart for me. And so when this happened for me personally in prayer, and I was like really talking to the Lord and reading the scripture, what the Lord actually had me do, which is why St. Catherine, I just think is so funny, is he actually like asked me, like, go find the pictures of the saints, Jane, go find pictures of saints and ask and show me what they look like. Because not all these saints are beautiful. I mean, John Vianney. To, to people's standard. Yes, yes. To people's standard. Exactly. To people's mm-hmm. standard. And, and it's interesting because of that experience, that prayer experience with the Lord, I'll learn about a new saint and I'll see a picture and it'll be like, I'll just kind of say to Jesus, you know, like, oh yeah, I guess this one's not that beautiful on the outside, but they must've been beautiful on the inside, you know? And it just mm-hmm. really, for me, that was a moment of transition of huge, a huge metanoia moment for me in the shift of acknowledging like the Lord doesn't, he's, when I stand before the Lord, he's not going to judge me whether like, oh, you know, you, you should have lost 30 more pounds. You can't get into mm-hmm. heaven because you're, you're 30 weight, 30 pounds overweight or right, whatever, right. you know, no, that, that's not what he's going to judge. He's going to judge how did I love yeah. how did you love me and how did you share my love? Absolutely. But, you know, I'm going to go back to, you know, we talk a lot about when, you know, we're, we're past, we're in that season of life where our kids are leaving and we are older. I mean, we're, most of us are out of the having a baby. I mean, you don't have to be menopausal. Maybe you're still in that perimenopause, but, but most of us are probably not going to have a baby. And there's, um, well, you and I aren't, and, uh, there are other listeners that might be. <laughs> uh, no, that's what I mean. absolutely. There are. I'm just saying every phase of your life, it's easy to get caught up in the beauty when you are pregnant, when you're not pregnant, when you're not going to be getting pregnant anymore, when you're, you know, the grandma, it's just, you know, tap into what you do have to share and what you do offer people. And again, it's, 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 you, it's a practice. You have to change your mindset when those negative words and thoughts come into your head. You remember that is not to change your mindset. Absolutely. And we hope we're here to help with that. And it's not always easy, which is why we have Catholic coaching and yes. this podcast. And we definitely want you to reach out because ladies, you are all beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we want you to feel that and know it. Right. And womanhood is beauty. I mean, if you look at the creation story, woman was the highest point of creation. It's the pinnacle of creation, which is why women are so beautiful. So yes, you're absolutely right. And one of the other things, ladies, if you haven't heard, we started a Facebook group page, Cycles and Sanctity. Go on over there. We want to invite you. We want to have these kind of conversations and hear the challenges. I mean, are you having challenges on your own body image? And maybe it was something that someone told you that you know, mm-hmm. that personally mm-hmm. has been my, my history. For sure, I've had to really work on deleting the tape of those people that didn't pour into my body image well. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, but the good news is I just ran to the Lord and he shared with me and, you know, Mama Jane, I can definitely touch on that being as we come from the same family. And then it is tough when you have that background of not being poured in or being very at a very young age, knowing that you're never going to fit the mold or whatever that is in your head. And I'm grateful every day for Catholic coaching and for my faith that can help bring me out of that. But that Facebook page is a great place. I was not always there. And every day I'm not there. 
-hmm. You know, we do know, and it is easier now that I have tools in place, but there are still days that, that it's easy to get down and look at whatever feed comes across your Facebook page or as you're going to our Facebook page, you are inundated <laughs> with other Facebook pages and it, it, it's easy. So, so please know, ladies, this is a safe place to come and be honest with where you're at. Mm -hmm. Yes, because our whole mission is to support you, to encourage you, to remind you that you are good and you are beautiful and you are loved. And if that's the only thing that we've done today, and that's the only thing you hear of this podcast, this episode, then all glory to God. We're really yeah. here to glorify God and to bring you back and just remind you, like, if you listen to this podcast and you're like, okay, now I can look at myself a little bit better. I can feel a little bit better. I can love myself a little bit better. You know what? Then praise the Lord. So, mm -hmm. Amen. Perfect. Well, I think this was a wrap. This was good, Vicki. This was wonderful. Uh, oh, ladies, good... remember, if you need some coaching, we're here. Go to the show notes. Uh, you can just click the links. And then it also has the link to our Facebook group page. But we will see you next week with episode 51. Awesome. <laughs>